welcome to our look back at special Coin Geek Conversations past. With so many great episodes, it was very tricky, but I've managed to nail it down to my top picks. You're listening to Coin Geek Conversations with Natalie Mason. My top pick this week had to be Lise Lee, an expert on the growth and development of BSV in China. As a China manager of Bitcoin Association, uh, I'm dedicated to uh, like promoting Bitcoin SV in China and also help to build the BSV ecosystem there. And so you're encouraging people to learn more about it and how, how, are, you, how are you going to do that? Oh, actually it's a tough task, you know. Uh, around the world, most people don't even know what blockchain is really like. Uh, and some people have their uh, misunderstandings about Bitcoin. They think it's kind of like... Uh, well, it has some bad associations for some people, doesn't it? Yes, of course. Uh, so it's not that easy. But some pioneers, they have already got uh, sufficient knowledge of Bitcoin. And also uh, some, like some companies and developers, they have built their... Uh, projects and a business on blockchain, especially on Bitcoin SV. So I'm now gathering some of those pioneers and we can, uh, we already organized some meetups to uh, help those, uh, help other people to get to know more about Bitcoin SV. Do you think that those of us from Europe or North America um, have a different idea about Bitcoin or a different way of working with Bitcoin. What is it that we need to understand more about the industry in China, do you think? Um, I think in China, you know, uh, maybe over half of the global big blockchain companies based in China, especially those mining companies, mining pools and uh, like exchange wallet, so in China, it's quite active. This field is quite active. Not those just uh, some developers or some uh, high-tech companies, they get in touch with blockchain. But in China, mo like university students and uh, some companies and also a lot of developers, they also use their part-time to do try to do some blockchain projects. So it's quite, it's a more active field rather than, uh, than any other countries, I believe. Uh, also, there are some uh, regulation issues in China. As we know, uh, the government, the local government forbid to like doing any exchange of the fiat currency to cryptocurrency. That also bans some companies building their business on cryptocurrency. So that's the difference, I think. Just, just to explain that again, that yep. you're in China, you're not allowed to convert uh, ordinary mm -hmm. currency into cryptocurrency. Yes, not allowed. But uh, there's still a big mining industry and that, uh, that is uh, very prosperous, I think, in China, isn't it? Uh, actually, I know uh, almost all of the uh, like mining machine manufacturers are based in China because of the um, high tech, 
technology progress in uh, like mining chips. And this, you used to work before your your current job. You you were in the mining industry. Yeah, yes, I used to work for a mining pool based in Beijing. And so, how much do you understand about all that technology? You mean about mining? Yeah, I know all about that, but only the code I couldn't read it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but. In relation to Bitcoin SV, you're not really so much focused on mining, I suppose, are you, in your current job? Oh, of course not, because uh, Bitcoin SV is focused, is dedicated to build a globalized a, uh, business ecosystem. So mining is a part of them. It's very important, but only part of them. We are welcome to a lot of business enterprise, even uh, developing teams to join the ecosystem, to build, the BS, build their business, build their projects in Bitcoin SV. But mining is the, like the fundamental, uh, fundamental, Bu yes. Block, yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that in the work that you're doing to interest people in using BSV in China, are you more interested in getting big businesses interested or is it going to be lots of little businesses, do you think? Which is the best possibility? The best possibility is that we hope to get them both. <laughs> right, but okay. actually, uh, you know, it's a young industry. So um, we are welcome those small projects, small business to build. They're trying to do their business based on Bitcoin SV. It's might, it might be some small transactions, but mm. ma, ma, uh, tons of transactions. And we are also welcome those medium and the large enterprises to build their large big business on BSV2. Right. Which do you think is going to be the most useful and most used part of BSV that will encourage people into the ecosystem? Will it be the data storage or seeing it as money? Of course, the first one. The data. Yes, because I know some projects, especially uh, some projects in, in China, uh, their application is uh, to put some data, put some people's comment, put some people's article on the chain. And that also encouraged people to uh, like paying for what they read, which they thought is valuable. So it's like uh, we put some uh, traditional internet behavior on the blockchain world. Like people have to be responsible for their behaviors. And that's also a change to the whole society in the future. So I think that's part is that changed the world the most. Also, the like the electronic payment is also very important that it crossed the border and you can everyone can use it with their smartphone and it's more convenient to the commerce so both very important i mean on the question of content and monetizing content okay do you think that i mean at the moment when people go on twitter or facebook they don't either pay or get yeah. paid but yes. do you think it's going to be easy to get people to uh, pay to look at Facebook, the equivalent of those kind of social media using BSV, because perhaps they'd just say, I'd rather have the free version. Yeah, I know. Uh, there is a uh, Chinese ca application called WeBlock, 
it's quite popular on Twitter now because a lot of uh, BSV supporters, they love this application. WeBlock is an application that every time you uh, put on your uh, put on an article or your comment or a picture, you have to pay with BSV. And anyone who loves your Twitter, you also get paid. Uh, so far, it's only one cent, US cent, hmm. uh, for each uh, comment or each like. Hmm. But people love to do that. And is that so? That is turning. That's already quite popular, is it? Yes, they've got uh, thousands of users right now. Really? Yeah, it's only it only launched less than two months. Yes, it, it's like a little bit like Twitch, I think. Yes, but it it welcomed everyone. Twitch, you have to wait on the waiting list. Yes. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, so it's you more think user friendly. I wonder whether Chinese users will be more willing to jump into a micropayment system. Yes, you know, uh, I know a lot of foreigners, foreign friends, they when they came to China, they were shocked by people only take their smartphones to go out. Because now we can pay everything with our phones, you know, Alipay and also WeChat Pay, that all the merchants, they accept that even even though you only uh, pay less than one yuan, enough to buy uh, maybe to pay a tiny uh, service fee it's still okay you don't you don't need to bring your wallet and the cash you so, don't need right. to get that change or the coins so in a way because you already have that culture yes. switching into using a bitcoin sv wallet will almost not be noticed so much perhaps as i think it, so i think so because I've been to Europe for several times. I know Europeans, they love to pay in cash, especially when I was in uh, Germany. They, they really love using cash. <laughs> <laughs> so I know, I know the, the cultural difference. But in China, because people, the new generation, they accept new things very fast. There are more and more well-educated young people and they love high tech and uh, lots of Young people, they uh, take they they majored in like uh, computer science, so I think people will get more easy to accept blockchain or and also Bitcoin. That's that's definitely an advantage if that's differences yes. there. But but then what about going back to this question of you can't convert money into Bitcoin? That's yes. going to be a big problem, isn't it? Uh, yes, so far it is. I'm not sure whether. When this broadcasting and whether the government cha will change their attitude, actually they are already uh, changed a little. Like you know, last month China just set uh, one of the biggest cities in China called Shenzhen as a blockchain special zone. So a lot of blockchain companies will move to that city, and uh, I think the regulations will become more and more open. Right. Yeah. So it's changing very fast. Yes. So no one can tell what will happen in 2020. <laughs> right. OK. Yeah. Well, good luck with your new work with the Bitcoin Association, Lise. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Just tell me a little bit about what members of the Bitcoin Association get out of, of their membership. 
well, you we occasion occasionally uh, organize some meetups, so you can come and meet some other BSV uh, ecosystem members and you can exchange your ideas and also get resources from each other. We also will uh, we will also uh, plan to uh, like launch a program like development developers program in China. So uh, those developers who want to have their block BSV blockchain projects, they can get trained in our program. So if you want to know more, you can go on our website, bitcoinassociation.net. Sound advice from Lise Lee to visit bitcoinassociation.net. You can check out their recent announcement in becoming a non-profit organization in Switzerland. Tune in next week, it's going to be a special one. A great conversation with none other than Craig Wright. See you soon. Thanks.